Hello, it's Ian Whitworth from the Undestructible website and book. What's this week's story? It's... Did you know about a little thing called the internet? A question to ask when you communicate with clients is, does this thing you're saying imply that they're complete idiots? Here's a personal fave I've had a lot recently. A company's website doesn't work to do the thing you need it to do. Book the flight, buy the fridge, deliver the package. You try it on three different browsers to see if it's a minor code bug. Nope. You go through their online help section, an archive of basic tips you know and have tried already. Prepare to sacrifice an hour of your working day. You must call their phone helpline, which gives you plenty of time to hear the same perky voice over again and again. Did you know that you can get all the answers you need on our website? Just visit www.brandname.com.au. Ah, yes, the very website whose uselessness is the literal reason for my call. They deliver that message in a tone that suggests they're educating you that websites exist and that they contain information. Just the right patronising tone to further rile up people who already have a problem. I'm pretty sure the person who had to produce the message knows how annoying this is, but they're following orders from higher up. Reduce costs, have fewer people to help, automate everything. Have we told customers to use the website? Uh, They know we have a website. Most companies have websites now. Tell them over and over until they all start using it. We need to fire more customer support people. Retro websplaining is strangely common. My local branch of the well-known National Homewares franchise store has a huge banner behind the counter that says, Visit our website, the store that's open 24-7. I feel like the founder of that company personally wrote that banner and would like you to be grateful that he finances the electricity that keeps that website on all night. All it's missing is the, we're also Y2K bug compliant. All this gem on the subscriber landing page of The Telegraph, UK. I subscribed to them for 10 minutes last week to read a story. David says... The best part of digital subscription is being able to read the paper, quotation marks on paper, whatever time I get up. Not only that, it's easy to wipe the toast crumbs off David's iPad. In every business, these sort of dated clunkers live on because everyone inside the company is blind to them. Nobody sees things with the fresh eyes of a customer. The bigger the system, the more mutant relics you find lurking in its depths. I've not called one phone help hotline in years that didn't open with the message, we're experiencing an unprecedented volume of calls. Even though years of unprecedented is, let me think, quite a good precedent. The message should be, please enjoy a level of understaffing that's our deliberate choice because executive bonuses. The airline I fly on most weeks, which is great in every other way, has a slow, buggy website. You get plenty of messages. Can't be done online, please contact our phone service centre. Where the recorded message tells you that unless your travel is within the next 48 hours, you should get off the phone and call another day. It's a triage message they put up during the first months of COVID in 2020, when the country's air travel system was in total hair-on-fire chaos. After a year of Pablo Escobar margins, they should be able to afford to change that bastard and stop pretending that business as usual is a crisis. 
This serviceless mentality reeks of CFO dominance in head office, and it's increasingly a way for your smaller, nicer business to compete against the big people. Obviously, service has costs that must be covered. If your product is 29 bucks, by all means, take the all-robot approach. If it's a $2,000 purchase, no human support other than chatbot or a 48-hour response email is going to piss off a lot of customers. Hi, Temple and Webster. Having someone take human responsibility is a massive benefit to your customers. They'll save them a heap of time, and a lot of people are prepared to pay for it. We all have these annoying bugs in our businesses. Why not ask your customers for help? Most customer satisfaction surveys are purely quantitative. Great for presenting scores at your Tuesday morning meeting. Easy to collate into your PowerPoint show. Not great at diagnosing the specific problems. The good old net promoter score notionally reduces down to one question. How likely are you to recommend that product or service? But it's still just a number. And everyone will have a different theory on how it landed there. Why not ask your customers just one open question? What's a single thing we could improve? They're far more likely to respond to that than spend 5 to 10 minutes doing your stupid scale of 1 to 10, 10 question generic survey. People with legit problems will feel they've been listened to. Sure, 5% of customers are absolute cranks you should ignore, but many of the others will point out legit bugs in your system that you can fix without too much fuss. Thanks, customers. You know, I also fix bugs in your business. Reading my book, Undisruptible, Timeless Business Truths for Thriving in a World of Nonstop Change on Penguin Random House. Still, after nearly two years, the highest customer review rated business book on Booktopia. So get into it. Regular book, ebook, or audiobook with me reading it just like this. And I do a story like this pretty much every Tuesday. So if you want more of that, hit follow on your audio platform. And we'll see you next week.